What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleanX.com. Today we're talking about the lower abs. Definitely the area that guys tend to really wanna have. They don't wanna just have a two pack. If they wanna have the six pack, you're gonna have to have your lower abs show as well. But I will tell you this, it's not as easy as it sounds. Especially when you look at the fact that a lot of us are being fed misinformation. And I wanna clear that up today because I followed the same misinformation. I learned a lot over the years as I went to school and became a professional and started training people. I realized our abs actually are a little bit different than we might have thought they were. And, and I suffered from not having the right information. So we're gonna clear that all up today, all right? And we're gonna cover four myths in the, in the process and tell you how you can overcome them and get it right. First and foremost, we gotta talk about nutrition. When you're looking to, to get a six pack and most importantly, your lower abs, there's a myth out there that just having a decent diet is good enough. Guys, I'm gonna tell you this, if you have a decent diet, you're probably gonna see that much of your abs right there. Maybe the top two, and the rest of it's gonna be pretty flat. But if you wanna get the middle abs to show, then you get a little bit more serious about your nutrition, you start following a good diet. But I'll tell you this right now, no BS. If you wanna have your lower abs show, you're gonna to have to have a great diet. And that means you're gonna to have to have a solid nutrition plan that you are very consistent with. And I'm not gonna sit here and say which one is exactly the perfect nutrition plan because there's a lot of people that will swear by the way they eat and how it works for them and that's great, but it better work forever. So if you have a plan that allows you to eat foods that you actually enjoy and you can stay consistent with, then yes, it will help you to get that six pack and actually keep it. And for me, that's what it all matters. It comes down to the fact that you're not just getting your abs, but you're able to keep them. And that relies on longevity and consistency, and most importantly, on a really dialed in nutrition plan. Number two, my approach to ab training changed over the years because I thought that all ab training was ab training, right? There's a point where I actually thought sit-ups was all we needed to do. And a lot of people actually approach their ab training that way. I'm gonna do X amount of sit-ups every single day. Sit-ups alone, a top-down movement, are not gonna cut it. If you really wanna get your lower abs to show, then you're gonna to have to start to train them a little bit differently, meaning with bottom-up movements. Now, why is that? Because we know that the science of it, that the rectus abdominis is one muscle that contracts all or none, no matter how we move it from the top down or the bottom up. But here's the reality, guys. When you move from the bottom up, you're moving your legs along with your pelvis. And that immediately makes the exercise become more of a weighted ab exercise. It is a loaded exercise. And we know how much more difficult it is to do lower ab movements, moving the legs on our upper body by either hanging or doing them on the ground like you see me doing throughout these variations of clips here. That's adding weight and what it's doing is it's actually activating type two fibers more than it is the type one fibers in your abs. And that's because we're adding an overload. So when you say that you don't need lower ab movements, guys, the lower ab movements themselves, by virtue of having to carry the extra load, are going to activate different fibers, and even the angle of, of the activation is different because of this bottom-up approach versus top-down. So you can't just think regular sit-ups are enough. You gotta start incorporating specific lower ab movements if you really wanna get your lower abs to pop. Which leads us to the third area here that you're gonna have to tighten up, and that is how you're performing your lower ab movements. You see, because I just talked about the value of using those legs for the added resistance here and what impact that has on your lower ab training. But the thing is, don't mistake the fact that just because your legs are moving that you're training your lower abs. As a matter of fact, I would argue that the biggest mistake I made throughout a lot of my early years of ab training is that all I did was swing my legs and activate my hip flexors and let everything else go along for the ride. What you wanna do instead is let the pelvis take the legs along for the ride during all of your activities. So here's the difference. If you see me on the ground here, 
This is a version where I'm literally just pulling my legs straight up, but you'll see there's very minimal activity of the pelvis. And we know if we want to contract the abs, what we need to do is we need to take the pelvis and turn it into a posterior tilt. We need to get it off the ground and rolled back. So if I'm just moving my legs here, what work am I really doing with my abs? Very little. So instead, what I'd rather you do is focus solely on what's going on with your pelvis. Take it down until it's in contact with the ground, and then initiate the moves so that the pelvis is coming off the floor first. Regardless, the legs are going to come along for the ride. They're connected at the hip, guys, so they're going to come along. You just have to make sure that you're not focusing on just moving your legs. And no matter what exercise you're doing, even if you're hanging from a bar like you see me here, the action's always happening at the pelvis. Forget the legs, guys. Use the pelvis as your moving point and focus on what it's doing and not necessarily what your legs are doing. And last but not least, guys, we have to change our conception of what core training is. People always say, I'm training my core. Really what they're doing is they're, they're working their abs. There's a lot more to your core than just your abs. But when we talk about the lower abs, we have to expand a little bit lower. And what I'm talking about is, if we're concentrating so much on the pelvis and we realize the importance the pelvis has on lower ab training because of the attachments of the rectus right into the pelvis, then we also have to realize, well, other muscles actually attach to the pelvis from below. So involving them or contracting them is going to have an impact on that very same pelvis that we're focusing on moving with our lower ab movements. So there's a great opportunity here. The adductors are one of the key areas you want to do that with. So when I approach any lower ab movement, if it provides the opportunity for me to do so, then what I want you to do as well is to start crossing your legs and at least squeezing your adductors. What that does is it creates stability of the pelvis from below. And anytime we want to generate force from above, if we have a stable base from down below, we're going to be able to do that better. It's the same idea I always talk about if we're going to try to jump, and I gave you one opportunity to jump as high as you possibly could. Would you rather jump off of this solid box right here, or would you rather jump off of sand? If you try to jump off of sand, when you try to exert force and push down, all that force would be dispersed into the sand. Right, no stability from below. If you try to push off of this box, all that stability is gonna provide you the opportunity to jump your highest. The same thing happens when we do our ab training. If I'm trying to generate uh, force and tension from above with the rectus feeding down into the pelvis, and I can grab and tighten the pelvis from below because of the adductors, now I've got a better opportunity to do that. So guys, any opportunity you have, whether it be a hanging leg exercise here or a leg exercise done on the ground, if you can squeeze your legs together, and push and squeeze with those adductors, you're gonna get much more activation out of your lower abs with every single rep, and at the end of the day, that's what matters the most. So there you have it, guys. Hopefully, lessons learned here so that you don't have to make the same mistakes. And a lot of times, guys, it's not mistakes. It's the information that we're fed. We simply take it and run with it, and when we get frustrated when it's not working, we always sort of sometimes blame ourselves. Well, I'm here to tell you that I made the same mistakes myself, guys, and I've learned from them. And over the years, really perfected what it is we do here to the point where we say we put the science back in strength and incorporate it into all of our programs. It's why our programs work as well as they do. It's why they become as effective as they have because we put that science back in what we do. Hopefully, these are just four examples that you can take right now, incorporate into your lower ab training, and start seeing better results. If you're looking for a step-by-step -step program, guys, head to athlinex.com, get one of our athletics training programs. In the meantime, if you found this video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know what else you want me to cover and I'll do my best to do that for you in the days and weeks ahead. All right guys, see you soon.